Welcome, welcome to the Social Stylist Podcast. My name is Lindsay Pruitt, and I'm here to help you navigate the social space. So grab your favorite drink, pull up a chair, and let's get social. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Social Stylist Podcast. Today is part one of how to create magnetic content. First, we are going to have a conversation around branding. I have so much to say on branding, but I am no expert on this topic whatsoever, but I do know how I've been able to set myself and my clients apart in the industry. I want to share some of the things that have worked and why they have worked. Have you ever been following someone where they show the same things, like they dress a certain way, they talk about certain things, have you feel a certain way? This is what I call, quote unquote, that girl. So we're going to talk a lot about that girl. So how can you be that girl when it comes to showing up for your audience? The first thing I want you to think about is what you want to be remembered for. Are you wanting to be remembered as the girl who loves to have fun with her content? Maybe you dance, show more behind the scenes like bloopers. Maybe you like to have quirky, fun elements with your content. And maybe you want to be remembered as the girl who loves coffee or like you always have some type of drink in your hand. Wait, that's me and my greens. So me. Or maybe you want to be known as someone who is unapologetically. I can, that word, you guys, it's such a buzzy word, but it is so hard to say. So maybe you want to be known as someone who is unapologetically like sharing their opinions and like breaking down barriers and you are not afraid of it. You want to help break through the noise, pave a new way for your audience and give them a reason to stand up and be like, yes, like this is exactly what I've been needing. All of this to say, do you know who you are inside of your business? That's number one. Do you know who you are? I know you have heard this word a million times, and I wish it was not such a buzzy term and word, but being authentically you is the key to standing out in a crowd of stylists. It truly is. Because think about this. We all essentially do the same things, right? Yes, there are specialties that you can offer, but we all help others feel their most confident and beautiful selves through the power of doing hair. We can kind of all raise our hand to like, yeah, that's part of our mission statement, right? Like we are all trying to just like instill confidence in our clients. So it's important for you to take the time to deep dive and find who you are for this reason. Who you are and your why, this is probably why you hear this often those two together like know who you are and know your why especially from social media gurus even if you've been to like a salon education class and they do like a marketing dive or whatever in the class they will probably touch on this topic and it's for good reason do you know why they say to know your why and who you are i'm going to dive deeper into this because i feel like most gurus are like In classes and things that we take, they kind of stop at that statement, like know your why and know who you are, but they don't necessarily go deeper on the actual why you need to know your why. I've shared this on the podcast before. 
in my part one of my story, how I had this realization when I started specializing in hair extensions, this particular method, brand, majority of stylists within this program that I was in, they were basing their branding off of the company's branding because there really wasn't much education out there at the time on social media at all. And so you would see a success of like a company or a brand and you would literally just try to emulate that because you're like, obviously they're seeing success. So I will see success. But something with that just did not sit right with me. So everywhere I looked in my area, social media, it was like at the time it was beachy hair, beach themes, just beachy everything. And it just was not me. Not that this is bad by any means. Like, I think it's beautiful. I think if that is your vibe and that is truly who you are, I think own it. But for me, it just was not me. I live in Arizona. And to me, that just like in my brain did not make sense. And whenever I did more of a deep dive, I'm like, oh, I'm more of a mountain girl. So that's why like that did not resonate with me, which is really funny because I'm a water sign, but that's a totally different conversation. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) when... I started promoting myself initially in this way because that's what we all did, right? Like how I had just said earlier, we all just started basing our branding off of who we saw was successful. One day I sat back and realized that in my area alone at the time, there were over 20 stylists. And I kid you not, it was within probably like five square miles. Like it was a very concentrated area where there was over 20 stylists who specialized in the same method. So I quickly realized I needed to find something that set me apart. I started playing around with my editing styles, how I showed up on social media, did research on how to build a brand kit and keep my colors and fonts looking cohesive, you know, like the very basics of branding that we know today. I really try to learn as much as I could then to keep things cohesive. I became the girl with fine thin hair, struggling with hair loss, with the cohesive moody theme page, who was a product junkie for hair extension wearers. That was like kind of my MO at the time, but I quickly realized it was about more than just having the visuals itself, the pretty visuals. I really started to lean in hard to the storytelling aspect. I was not afraid to show my hair loss journey. I went through multiple of them for different reasons and was a very candid with my audience about what was happening. I've always been very candid about my hair loss. From health-related loss to postpartum hair loss, like you name it, I've had some crazy stories with that. I shared what I was doing to help. I shared my why for jumping into extensions and specializing. Okay, hold on, pro tip. Everything should always come back to your why and solving your audience problem. I will die on this hill. So every episode, if I can put this into the episode, I will. So that is your pro tip. (laughs) Okay, back. One thing I wish I did back then with becoming that girl that I do now that has helped me reach my dream clientele in this new era of marketing is that I embody not only who I am currently, but I embody who I want to become. So I'm going to say that one more time. One thing I wish I did back then was becoming that girl that I do now that has helped me reach my dream clientele in this new era of marketing is that I not only embody who I am currently, but I embody who I want to become. That last part is key. I embody who I want to become. 
I have this vision of who I want to be. I have known for some time who this person is, and it's been a work in progress to become her because with any journey of change, rewriting your story and things like that, it really is a work in progress. So to become this person who I keep referring back to, it's been a journey, but I am constantly referring back to who she is and how it feels to be her and what I need to do to continue moving towards her. I have done multiple like sessions of breath work and like visualization and stuff like that. And so I am very clear on who this person is and who I'm moving towards that I remember that feeling that I have gotten seeing her multiple times. It's been the same person and it just is always in the back of my mind with any move I make in my business, any decision I make in my life. It all comes back to who I am working towards to be the highest version of me. This also goes with who I choose to work with inside of my business. As I'm stepping into this higher version of me, becoming who I see as that girl, I'm naturally bringing in a higher caliber clientele as well. Because I think something that is kind of a disconnect for a lot of us, and you've probably been here before, I've been here multiple times, where you see this vision of you working with a higher caliber client, right? And you're like, how the freak do I get there? It takes progress. And the way that you do this is by envisioning who you want to be serving that higher caliber client. That is who you're going to envision. I believe if we are not moving forward, we are regressing in one way or another. So if you have found yourself bringing in leads or clients that do not align with your brand and your vision for your brand, I'm going to challenge you to sit down and really envision who this higher version of you is. Like really take the time to envision this person and like put in the work and do it and don't just like sit there for three minutes because I'm a terrible breathwork person, literally the worst, but really put in the time, quiet your brain as much as you can and really try to envision who you want to become. When you are wanting higher caliber clients in your life, in your business, you have to become that first. So when it comes to portraying that on social media, Yes, this could be the girl that loves coffee, won't be seen without her greens in her hand, but what feeling draws your audience into that? I've personally followed some accounts where they show that they love their drink of choice, but I have found myself stopping my scroll on others because of the feeling that they bring along with showcasing them, the energy that they have behind it, the story that they are telling with it. So when it comes to standing out from other artists who provide the same service as you, maybe even have similar visuals as you do, I want you to do a self-check-in, audit your page, and really look at the feeling you are putting behind your posts. Because whenever I do an audit of someone's page, that is one of the biggest things that I notice is there is a lack of feeling there. It's mostly all education. It's just like educate, educate, because we have been taught for years that we need to educate our audience, provide value. I know you have heard that because I have said that word. And let's just kind of break down value for a second. Yes, value does include 
educating your audience, but also value includes telling stories and becoming really good at that skill. That's something that I am currently continuing to work on because I feel like you can always improve your storytelling skills. But if you can really invoke that feeling in your posts, in how you show up in your stories on Instagram, (laughs) that is where you're going to really stand out. So when it comes to standing out from other artists who provide the same services as you, maybe even they have the same visuals as you because I've had a couple DMs where they're like, I have my brand kit, I have my branding, I have my logo, but it just feels like everyone else. I want you to do that self-check-in again and audit and be like, okay, am I really bringing in that feeling behind my post? The feeling in the stories you are telling are yours and only yours. No one can take that from you. So when it comes to feeling like, because we've all had this feeling where you feel like someone is copying your work and maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but it just kind of hits you in that moment. (laughs) Like someone is copying me. Know that whenever you tell a story, no one can take that from you or change that. So this is also what will help you stand out in the crowd, right? Is because you are sharing your stories or your guest stories and embodying that higher version of you that you have been working towards. So no one can take that from you. I dive deeper on this subject of branding, how to attract your ideal client, how to create magnetic content topics inside of my content master plan. And this is why I wanted to have this conversation on how to be that girl and how to set yourself apart because it's truly one of the biggest questions I get with, like I said earlier, with branding is like, I feel like my visuals are the same. I feel like this is the same as so-and-so or this brand or blah, 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 blah. So in this content master plan, I not only walk you through branding and a little bit more on this subject of how to be that girl and how to like embody that, but I also dive deeper into how to attract your ideal client. So all of the things that are within my content master plan are foundational building blocks. So it first starts off with branding because it's very important to know who you are inside of your brand to be able to attract the ideal client that you are looking to serve within your business. So that's why this part one of how to create magnetic content is all about knowing who you are inside of your brand and embodying that higher version of you. So our part two is really going to be dialed into ideal clients and why it's important to know your ideal client. Once we establish your ideal client, you'll be able to create the pieces of content that will truly attract them and not feel so educational all of the time. Yes, we are going to be educating your audience, but it's also going to help you extract those stories that you want to tell. Maybe you have this long story and you're like, I've already told my story a million times, but what little gold nuggets can we extract from those to share with your audience to kind of bring those pieces of your story into the spotlight and really hit them hard in their heart to be like, oh my gosh, she gets it right. We want them to feel that. This framework of branding ideal client, how to create magnetic content within this content master plan is actually what I walk my private one-on-one clients through. 
And this is one of the exercises that we do specifically is extracting gold nuggets from their story because everyone feels like I've already told my story a million times, but that's okay. You can tell it a million more times, but we can get a a little bit more creative on how we tell that story. This is something that has truly been working so well with not only me and my strategy, but my clients as well. So you can get your copy of this content master plan. I'll go ahead and link it in the show notes for you. If you have any questions in regards to the content master plan, please feel free to like always DM me at Lux with Lynn on Instagram. I'd be more than happy to help walk you through this process because I know sometimes it can be confusing, a little sticky, a little hard. I am here to support you in that. So that's all I have for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed part one of how to create magnetic content. So stay tuned for part two, where we're going to be diving into how to attract your ideal client. Thank you so much for tuning in today and I will see you all next week.